Welcome to Call of the Wild. Hey everyone, this is Mosca's weekly radio show, connecting you with some of your favorite artists. Hey everyone, this is Kill Paris. Hey guys, this is Conroe. What's up guys, Dion Timmer here. And of course, a place where individuals like yourselves can take part in a global family. Hey yo, this is Logan from Australia. I'd like to shout out everyone who listens to Monster Cat and remind you that you're awesome. So glad I'm here. So get yourself ready for an hour of fresh music. And it all starts right now. With nothing to hold us back, these are the songs of the wild. Hey everyone, what is up and welcome to another week of music here at MonsterCAD and another Back to the Wild Earth Day special. I get really excited about this every year because it's a time to meet some incredible people and talk with innovators both in the music space and beyond on ways that we can have better dialogue about climate change, our ecological footprint and the importance of preserving biodiversity. This week is extra special because we've partnered with Beneath the Waves to support ocean conservation, which we're going to be learning more about today and also on April 22nd, which is Earth Day. Please join us at live.monstercat.com for an extended roundtable discussion of some of the conversations you're going to hear here today. So let's get started. And as always, please enjoy the music. Keep an open mind and let's meet our guest speakers for today. What's up, guys? Um, Austin Gallagher here, marine biologist. I run a nonprofit research institute called Beneath the Waves, and I love music. I love partnerships, and I think that's why I was so attracted to wanting to work with all you guys here. Hi, my name is Sam. I also make music under the name Jaws. I'm very, very excited to be back on Monster Cat. I'm very excited to have finally been able to write a song with Halion, which I guess is a good segue to uh, to you. My name is Halion. I'm super excited to be here today talking about this and I'm just so happy that we can bring more light to this cause as well as share our music. I think it's so amazing that art has the way of partnering with special things like this. So I'm honored to be here. Thank you, Austin, Jaws, and Halian. This year, we also take a look at the food sector as it's synonymous with climate change. So we've invited Christine Gould from Thought for Food to spend the hour with us. My name is Christine Gould. I am the founder and CEO of an incredible organization called Thought for Food. Um, we are focused on developing new innovations that can make the world a better place, starting with food and agriculture. And of course, we brought on a few familiar names for you, such as two of our MonsterCast Silk Showcase hosts, Vintage Amorelli and Jason Adell, who we're going to be hearing from later in the hour, as well as our events manager, Paige. I'm honored to be here, and I'm the events manager at MonsterCat. Came from a promoter company in Vancouver called Blueprint Events. So it's been quite an interesting time as I started at Monster Cat a week before everything locked down. Really looking forward to getting back to actual events. So thank you everyone for being here. I'm really looking forward to the conversations we're going to explore today. If you are unfamiliar with this series, don't worry, we'll walk you right through it. You can expect all the music you're used to, but throughout the journey, we will also play real recorded conversations with our speakers about personal and professional opinions on how us humans can appreciate and understand the natural world better. We will touch upon ocean conservation, food systems, plastic pollution, youth advocacy, all the good stuff. And don't forget, second to learning, one of the most important things you can do is take action, which is why we partnered this year with Beneath the Waves and all donations will go towards supporting a healthy ocean through science and technology. Just head to monster.cat slash beneath the waves. So if you're ready, then we're ready. Welcome to another inspiring episode of Monster Cats Back to the Wild.
So let's start things off. I sat down with Jaws, Halion, and Dr. Austin Gallinger from Beneath the Waves and asked them to share some ocean experiences with us. Here's Jaws and Halion. Taking care of our oceans and our ocean ecosystems is so important. I think the easiest way to really learn that is to see it firsthand. We as normal humans going day by day have absolutely zero idea how important what goes on in the ocean is to our everyday life. Us being on land doing the things we do every day is completely dependent on our oceans being protected. It's just a spectacular experience, especially uh, my favorite snorkeling experience was in Maui. And just seeing this whole other world that is most of the planet that exists under the waves. You just lose track of time watching these incredible animals. I think you have to know things to write about them. Uh, so I always love learning more about everything that I can because I feel that all that information somehow deepens my lyrics in some way. Thank you both. Make sure to tune in on Earth Day, April 22nd at live.monstercat.com at 12 p.m. PDT to catch the full conversations. And of course, a special performance of this song coming in right now. Here is Oceans and Galaxies by Jaws and Alien. I know there's 10,000 miles between us now Like the light of the moon looking down I wish that I could reach you Wish that I could crash upon your shore How your waves made me love to drown I need your touch but I don't with oceans, I asked Austin, why are sharks so important? One thing I always talk to people about is, you know, it doesn't matter what language you speak, how old you are, you see a picture of a shark, probably gonna know what that is. In terms of why they're important, well, they're the wolves of the ocean. They keep the ocean healthy. Half of the oxygen we breathe comes from the ocean. Every second breath we take, that O2 is coming from plants in the ocean. Sharks keep that whole situation intact. You know, they really do a lot for us. And I could go real deep into some other areas there, but probably don't have enough time for that. But 
They are the real coast guards of our oceans. question I had was, if we're saying that sharks are so vital to the oceans, what would happen if there were no more sharks? Well, we know from a few studies uh, that have been done around the world that on coral reefs where there are no sharks, um, there's less fish, there's way more like algae, which is like a uh, filamentous plant, you know, like kind of nasty looking, way more algae. Um, And just overall, it looks terrible, you know? So they really do promote that healthy ecosystem. And, you know, anytime I go anywhere, you know, throughout my travels around the world, if I jump in the water and I see a shark, I know that that area that I'm in at least is decent. So, you know, there's sort of like the indicator, you know, the canary in the coal mine is sort of the old term that people like to use. things. So I asked him, what are some of the changes that we're seeing in our oceans right now? You know, some of the big issues, obviously, uh, I don't want to hit it too hard, but overfishing, that's a big one. There's a lot of documentaries coming out now. You know, obviously plants getting a little hot and that is as a result of like 30 to 40 years of kind of just unregulated partying as a species. (laughs) And, you know, because of that, things have kind of really warmed up. Plastic pollution, that's a big one, but that one's actually really getting a lot of good momentum moving forward. And, you know, we can really vote with our dollars in terms of the products that we buy. Thank you, Austin. We're going to hear more from you in a bit, but what you said is so true. Every purchase we make is essentially casting a vote to those companies that we either support or don't support something to take from this is to really think about our purchases. If you are buying bottled water or using single-use plastic, where did that material come from and where is it going after you use it? Now, let's get back to the music. Here is Riptide by Trivecta.
So let's take a break on the oceans for a second. I've known Christine from Thought for Food for a few years now, and I've always wanted to have some real conversations with her about food systems and how they impact our natural world. So here she is, but first, let's get down to the basics. What is climate change? Oh, wow, climate change. I mean, that is how the climate is changing. I think that's undeniable that, you know, that's been happening. Climate change is really linked to food and agriculture because these are the sectors that are most impacted by climate change. And they're also the ones that are most impacting climate change because of greenhouse gas emissions. One third of greenhouse gas emissions comes from food and agriculture. And that has to do with how we're producing food, how we're transporting food, you know, how we're wasting food um, and, you know, all of the uh, kind of petrochemicals that are involved in this supply chain are factored in. It is one of the um, biggest culprits in climate change. So this is a big issue for us to be thinking about. So my next question to Christine was a big one and a bit of a concerning one. What impact will a warming planet have on our food systems? Oh, it's a massive impact. So as I mentioned, you know, food and ag is the most impacted by the changing climate. So you're seeing, you know, here in Europe, um, it was one third of food is lost in the supply chain and, you know, causing damage to crops because of droughts and heat waves. And that's just in one region. You look to other regions of the world, crops, um, you know, are affected by uh, soil degradation. Like I said, heat waves, floods, all of this is exacerbating our ability to grow food. We're really at a pivotal moment and we need to step up and think about, you know, the food system that we want to support so that we can live in this, you know, world that is being deeply impacted by this.
So I'm going to bring Christine back on to talk about something else that is very important on both an ecological level and an ethical level. Tell us a bit more about food waste. Yeah, most of it is lost in the supply chain, like on farms. But there, I was just reading, it was something like 930 million tons is lost by consumers. It is important for all of us to find ways that we can reduce food waste. But we also need to be looking at on-farm losses. There's so much that goes into producing that water, energy, soil. When those crops can't make it to market or, you know, rot along the supply chain, that we're actually feeding climate change. (laughs) We're literally like, you know, feeding it and causing more of a peril for ourselves. I think that is really interesting and insightful. And if you're going to take one thing away from what Christine is talking about, it should be that the next time you sit down to eat your meal, think about every step along the way your food went to, to get to your plate. I know this might sound extreme, but it really isn't. Think about it kind of like this year's Earth Day homework. For an entire week, write down each food item you've consumed in a journal or on your phone. Then, as you do that, try to map out where each of your food items came from. How far did they travel? What did they use to travel? Was it an animal or was it a plant? If it was a plant, what were the resources that went in to grow it? If it was an animal, what foods did that animal eat? This exercise is just meant to bring you closer to your food so that we waste less and appreciate more. Now let's take a break and enjoy some music. Catch you in a bit right here on Monster Cat's Back to the Wild Earth Day special. to some other speakers, I wanted to ask Christine from Thought for Food to speak on the power of young people and how the youth are seemingly more conscious about their impact on the planet. I completely agree. I think that that's also something in my work with like Gen Z's and millennials around the world that I'm seeing is, you know, maybe the word is mindfulness, um, but just like really having that awareness, thinking about things, every consumption, whether it be fashion, whether it be food, whether it be a trip, you know, you're seeing an increased consciousness about this. And then if we can get people to think about it more, then they can make decisions that can help really shift the systems that we're locked into right now. Surrounded by the blue 
person I really wanted to get on the show is someone that has played such an important role over the past year during this pandemic in bringing all the amazing live streams to our channel. Here is Paige, Monster Cat's event manager, and the first question I had to ask her was what is her favorite part of live streaming? That you can reach people in every corner of the world. I know that certain events are tough to get to for some people, but a lot of people do have access to the internet and can tune into things that they would not get a chance to see if we weren't streaming things online. So with that and getting right into it, prior to this year, what have you seen in the touring space on artists and musicians taking a stand against the climate crisis? I've seen more artists recently put on their riders that they don't want any single-use plastics used. It sounds small, but it makes a big impact. As a promoter, event creator, make a stance and say, we won't be using single-use plastics. Let's now get back to the music right here on Monster Cat's Back to the Wild Earth Day special.
I wanted to bring back on Halion to speak on musicians taking a stand on important global issues. I think a masterful songwriter not only is in touch with their own internal dialogue, but also has their finger on the pulse of the people, especially their generation. There comes a time in a songwriter's life that you, you start writing songs for, not like you think about your right, I'm writing for this people, but it's like, it's for you and it's for them. A lot of the greats have, have done that, and I think it's, it's amazing. It moves people. And if you can tie that with something that really matters to us all, and that, that is the goal, isn't it? <laughs> so I think it's just, it's just amazing that we can do this today. at the start of the hour two of our speakers today are very familiar voices to those who tune into our weekly monster cat silk showcase it's vintage Emirelli and jason and dell who if you want to hear more from them we have a ton of amazing conversations waiting for you on this week's episode of monster cat silk showcase so make sure to check that out right after this but first here's a snippet of some of the things we talked about we are all interconnected if if like the fires in australia impacted all of us. If something happens in Japan, it's going to impact the entire world, like the, the rest of the world. And I think people just tend to forget, like we, we actually, we, we have like, we have a traffic light here in Belgrade, like that takes like a minute and a half, you know, for the green light. We have this little sign that says, um, think about the air before you see it, turn off your engine. Hmm. And, and that's exactly what, what the problem is because we tend to uh, look away from the problems unless it affects us personally. And, you know, you got to start small. you got to start from yourself. I'm pretty big on minimalism as a whole. I, I really take that to heart in so many different ways. I think that in terms of the studio, in terms of what I'm doing uh, day to day, and, and making sure there's just not a lot of like excess in the things around me. You know, like everything kind of has this, this purpose and everything has its own spot and efficiency of it. All of that just kind of relates to a core day to day process. And I think that it's one of the things that uh, I kind of look at uh, and have it relate to everything that I do. Thank you, Vintage Morelli and Jason Andell. Let's play out some Monster Cat Silk records. This one coming in right now is by Jason Andell called We'll Build It Here.
So we only have a few more records for today's show. I really hope you enjoyed the conversations and the music that we shared today. Before we wrap up, I was talking with Christine from Thought for Food on the future and how we can innovate with creative climate solutions. Here is what she had to say. Can I make a super nerdy link to music? <laughs> sure. Because this is like, to me, where electronic dance music culture and agriculture come together. Because it's it's really in this like space that you're describing where there's a huge culture of experimentation, particularly in the urban farming community, where enthusiasts are actually like jumping in. They're like tinkering, they're learning, they're trying things out, seeing what works, what doesn't, but then sharing that out with the rest of the community of enthusiasts so that others can like learn. And it reminds me a lot of like DJ culture, at least the DJ culture I grew up with, where it was like a lot of people who were mixing things, trying things out, sharing it back, getting feedback and like building off each other. That's the connection right there.
spoke with Austin from Beneath the Waves on what keeps him inspired while working in a field that is seemingly always surrounded by the immense pressure of climate change. You know, whenever I'm feeling kind of, like I do sometimes get down, you know, just we all do. We all have like, you know, a day or two a month where like, oh, I don't feel that great. You know, I just kind of think about like how big this planet is. And I actually like meditate a little bit on the immensity of this planet. It's huge. I spend so much time in the middle of the open ocean on boats just floating around and bombing around, obviously doing science. But this planet that we have is unlike any other. And I always think about how big this planet is and how you know vast it is. And it really is kind of quite humbling. It makes you really feel like we have, there's so many of us that can actually do something. wraps it up for us today. If there is one thing we'd like you to take away from this, it is to encourage each and every one of you listening right now to make a conscious effort to at least have one conversation with someone about climate change or the importance of our oceans, how you appreciate food or how to connect better with nature this Earth Day. There is no way that we can take collective action on something as immense as the climate if we can't connect on a personal level with the natural world. So as we end this journey today, please think about this and share your thoughts. Also, remember, immediate action is always accessible to you. You can educate, vote, and donate. Our charity partner this year is Beneath the Waves, and you can donate with us at monster.cat slash beneath the waves. So let's end with some music right here on Monster Cats Back to the Wild.
for us today. One more time around, let's hear from some of our amazing guest speakers today. Our generation, we're technologists. You know, we're obsessed with social media. We're obsessed with our phones. We love seeing what other people are doing. I think people need to be empowered to understand that they can, can be seen as heroes, you know, even to their 10 friends. And I mentioned these young people bring these, you know, unique attitudes and values. They're also thinking a lot more about where their food comes from, what impact it's making. I read a really interesting book recently. In our parents' generation, people used to display their values by carrying around their records, right? Like who you listened to was like, you know, really showing the world like what your values were. In today's world, it's what food you consume. That's like actually an embodiment for a lot of young people about what they stand for. I feel like we all create our own reality. There are certain things that are out of our control, like this pandemic right now. But there is a way for us to learn how to react to certain things. We are all interconnected. One of my favorite things is to get into the mountains and inhale that clean, crisp, fresh air. I think it's really special and I want to do as much as I can to preserve that. Imagine if we could harness all these incredible people around the world um, to just do their part. And I really do believe that it, it, it doesn't take a lot, you know, and that people really can make a difference. And I hope that conversations like this can even just get people thinking about that in the right way. So with that, let's leave off in good spirits, be kind to one another, appreciate this planet we call home. And from all of us here at MonsterCat, happy Earth Day. Later days.